Guys, off to a start. Hi, friends. With this beautiful upward angle we have going on here live at the Roxy this Friday from the East Coast. What, what? It's 11 in the morning um, on the East Coast, which means that we are officially going up like five hours prior to what we usually do. But that's just what worked for today. And I told you guys, beware of the strange show hours during this time. So hopefully you guys can see me, hear me, all of those things. Let me know how it's going so that I know um, if I get internet in the room that I grow up in, grew up in my father's house. Growing up, I never got internet in here. Um, but apparently since I've left, my dad has made some changes and now it feels like I'm streaming a-okay. So thank you everyone for joining me and being flexible this week and being here earlier. I wasn't able to bring my mic back with me. It was just too intensive um, for the small amount of stuff that I was bringing back home, but I did bring my webcam. So hopefully my audio is decent. Sorry for you podcast listeners if it's a little whack this week, but we are on podcasts and I did get a ton of reviews and we'll be going over that today as well because I told you guys to give shout outs to everyone who left a review. So grateful for you guys. Also other things going on in the show today. For one, I kind of wanted to talk about the experience of traveling during this time. I know a lot of people are nervous to travel right now and I want to talk about things that were um, interesting about it, things I didn't expect and the things that I did expect as well. Then also California went on a curfew. So worth talking about that. Pfizer requested FDA approval, which is really interesting. And they're saying that they could roll out as soon as December. Obviously that won't be for the you's and me's of the world unless you're a healthcare worker or essential worker, but um, that's pretty soon. Ed Norton got really political on Twitter. I was kind of surprised to wake up and see this. I don't know if you guys have checked this out so far, but Ed Norton tweeted a a storm of tweets about Donald Trump that were really interesting. So that was wild. Coming to America 2, uh, which is just coming to America, got an official release date, which is going to be March of 2021. I know a lot of people were asking me if I had any dial-ins on when that was coming. So now we know. And also, happy birthday to my mom. Um, it's the first time I've been able to be home for my mom's birthday in many, many years. Um, obviously you guys watch the show so that you know that's a creepy thing to say because my mom has passed, but it's really nice to be with my family on this day. We're gonna go over to the cemetery um, and I'm with my sister and we baked cookies last night and we're just celebrating the best way we know how. I've talked to you guys about this before, but there are three days of the year that I feel like are really poignant to um, her and her passing. It's Mother's Day, it's the anniversary of her death and it's her birthday. And I find her birthday to be more of a celebratory one because it's celebrating her life, not her passing. So uh, excited to be with my family today and be able to kind of enjoy the day as best as we can, if that makes sense. And also be in this house, which is where I grew up, which is where she raised me and is also the house in which she passed away. So it's really um, interesting being back here. Guys, can you believe you're with me in my childhood room? This is a superstar. My mom made this for me, keychain that hangs on my wall and has for a while. I can give you guys a little bit of a tour around too, but I'm here all week, so no rush. You know what? I'll just turn the camera a little bit so you guys can see some of the things in here. That's my uh, 
Betty Boop light switch that says, let there be light. and looks like her as an angel. Um, I've told you guys there are stickers on my door and stuff. So that's my, my childhood door growing up. There's uh, one of those stickers that says, watch out, I'm not through with boys. That sign says, if at first you don't succeed, deny you were trying at all. A lot of stuff going on over there. No worries. I will show you more at a different time um, because we got stuff to talk about today. And as always, please don't forget streamlabs.com slash Roxy if you want to support me or right here live in the super chat as well. Um, check it out, the Streamlabs between yesterday's show and today's show, seeing what you guys got. Matthew Gold entered a couple Streamlabs saying, seeing Wonder Woman uh, added to HBO Max, do you feel like it, it's likely Black Widow will be on Disney Plus demand? And did you see the charity, uh, oh no, did you see the Charlie D'Amelio dinner video? Her and her sister Dixie are getting a lot of hate over it. It's like the D'Amelios want to be the next Kardashians. No, I didn't see the video. Tell me what happened, Matthew. I have no idea. I would love to know more. Um, in regards to, do I think that Black Widow is going to do what Wonder Woman did? I really don't think that they're going to do it. I think Disney's like, fuck that. But we'll see. We'll see how long this goes and we'll see how long they can hold out. But I think that they have no intention of doing that. Only time shall tell, though. Uh Thank you guys. Rob says, love it. Demo says, this room is so sweet. Uh, Sandler can't find the bunnies, but is sending bunnies anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a really nice home to come home to. I'm really happy that I'm here. Um, one of the reasons that I did come home is that I have to pack up a lot of my stuff. It's kind of a long story that I'll keep you guys posted on, but uh, that's going to be an intense journey. So speaking of coming home, talking about traveling a little bit, I'll give you guys the details. Anybody who does have to fly during this time, I flew JetBlue, which is one of the best airlines to fly during this time because they're still guaranteeing empty seats. Um, so there was nobody between me. I was in the aisle, then there was nobody. And then there was the person in the window, which is what it was for every seat, which is really important. A lot of the airlines are not doing that. Americans certainly not doing that. United is not doing that. So I believe it's at this time, it's JetBlue, Southwest, and Delta that are doing those things. So try to look for an airline in which there is that empty middle seat. I also double masked and I used that face shield that you guys saw on my Instagram story. It looked so fucking silly, but it made me feel safe. I brought Purell wipes. So I wiped down my seat um, and the armchair and the uh, computer screen or the TV in front of me. And I also brought Purell spray. So I kept doing my hands, making sure that everything was good. Um, I didn't eat any of their food on the plane and I didn't have any of their beverages. I just didn't want that exchange of things. So that was, that was like my, I don't know whether that actually makes a difference, but that was my interpretation of what would be the safest thing. Also, interestingly going through security they do have you take out your laptop still but they don't have you take off your shoes so it was really quick lax was empty it was bizarro we drove right up which never happens if you've ever been to lax you know that it takes like an hour to even get into the airport um but it was like that so so such a breeze during a time that typically would be trafficy. so really nobody was there let me put this laptop on top of my legs sorry for the the shakiness I don't know that this will help, but um, 
And yeah, it was easy peasy. Everybody was being really polite and respectful and wearing their masks. And I felt pretty safe. I know they're saying not to travel during this time. I think if you can help it, please don't. But if you have to do it, like I had to do it, then just do it in the safest way you know possible. Then the second I got in the house, I took off all of my clothes and I put them in the, the washing machine. I don't know. I'm hearing mixed things about whether COVID can live on soft surfaces, but better safe than sorry. So that's what I did. And yeah, it was really honestly kind of a lovely trip. Usually it takes me six hours to fly here. It was a four hour, 15 minute flight. I got in an hour early. It was bizarro. Just really, really different flying experience. It felt like I was flying in the 90s or something with the lack of traffic and the lack of taking off my shoes and just super, super simple, easy, very little interaction with anybody. Um, have any of you guys been flying? Let me know if you've had a different experience. All I can really speak to is mine. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know in case you were nervous about it. I think it went way better than I even expected it to. They also pump in oxygen to the planes now. So the recycled air isn't as much of an issue. And they tell you to keep the vent on actually um, because they are pumping in new air. So that's what I did. Usually I turn those off because of the recycled air, but this time it was not. Anybody else been flying at all? Let's see. Bruce says, wow, crazy. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I was just expecting it. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was just so much more mild than what I was expecting. Just so much more mild. Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Rob Fishbeck in here says, good morning. Just saying, hey, LOL. Have a great day with your family. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate that. I will. Apollo3JP says, Glad you made it uh, to the other side, safe and sound. Getting a little sketch over here in Cali, LOL. Can't tell if Newsom is drunk with power or if a 10 p.m. curfew will actually help. So Apollo, I think that that's a great thing to talk about because I'm kind of confused too. In general, I will say I like Gavin Newsom. I know that there's been some mixed reviews on him recently, but I really like Gavin Newsom. Um, but I don't know about this curfew. If I felt like a 10 p.m. curfew that, and by the way, for anybody who doesn't live in California, he's put a curfew on the city or at least the purple areas of the of LA County, which is 92% of the areas. He's put a curfew from five from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. You cannot leave the house um, unless it's for emergency purposes or mandatory work or whatever it is. But um everything, non-essential businesses and everything else are completely closed. And I don't know, a lot of experts are saying they don't know if that will really help. And I kind of agree. I don't see a world in which people being out past 10 is what gets them COVID. Um, it seems like kind of an arbitrary rule to me, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to hurt. I don't think that, you know, I don't think that this is going to make COVID cases rise. I just don't know that it's actually going to make a difference. The Prince that wasn't promised says New York has been on a statewide 10 p.m. curfew. Yeah, I think I think Massachusetts is on a curfew right now, too, I believe. I'm not even sure if that's true, though. And it's not like I'm really out past 10 p.m. anyway. It's not like I'm really out in general. But I don't know the people who are out that late. Will this keep them in? Will this make a difference for them? What does this really change? Um, so... If I felt confident that this was going to be the thing that would really help, then it would be easier to get behind. But it does kind of feel like a politician dictating what we do just for the sake of dictating what we do. 
if a bunch of medical experts were saying, trust us, this is gonna be the thing that keeps people safe, then I get it. But also at the same time, we have to fight for every inch right now. You know, there's so, so many COVID deaths and so many COVID cases that it's like, I think that they just feel a little helpless and they're doing whatever they can. But the good news is I already talked a little bit about those at-home test kits, which is great that they're going to be rolling those out. But also today, Pfizer uh, requested for emergency FDA approval for a vaccine. And I believe that theirs is 90% effective. Um, but the Pfizer vaccine requesting for FDA approval means that if they receive it, they could start rolling out their vaccine as soon as December which is in a couple of weeks from now, which is unbelievable. Now, again, that wouldn't be for the use and means of the world. It's not a civilian, uh, we, the civilians don't get the first dibs at it, but it would be for the healthcare workers um, and then an at-risk population probably to follow after essential workers. So I think that that is pretty unbelievable. Principles and Promises, 95%. I thought that Dolly Parton's was 95% and the Pfizer one was 90%. But correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. Garth says, in Massachusetts, a stay-at-home advisory from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. with residents urged to stay home, except if they need to go to work for a walk or to the grocery store to pick up medicine. Interesting. Interesting. John G. in here says, setting a curfew seems a step too far. It does feel so strange. Like, if prior to COVID, you had told me that the governor, for any reason, would be able to put a curfew on a state, I would be shocked because we live in America or I live in America. Some of you guys don't, but here in America, that would be like appalling to hear. But all bets are off right now and all rules are out the window and everything looks completely different. So it's not as surprising, especially because remember earlier with the protests when we had 2 p.m. curfews, or at least I did where I lived, that was crazy shit. Mark Jason Ali in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, Hi, RJ. Daily reminder, Jonathan, Brett, and Miles arrest those motherfuckers for killing Brianna. Glad you're home safe. Uh, yes. Thank you for that, Mark. Um, Apple Podcast. I'm Visionaire. Uh, I've reviewed and rated for Live at the Roxy and World Girls. Yes. Have a lovely week home in the chat asking your, your dad to join. I would love if my dad would join. I don't know that he will, but... If he ever will, then that would be the most exciting thing of my life. I will ask him about it. We will see what he says. I don't know that I'm going to get great results. I asked my sister to join today. She didn't want to. <laughs> Mark also said uh, in the Streamlabs, also 10 p.m. curfew here in the UK too. I'm with you. I don't know if it makes a difference. It's not like the virus can tell time. What have you got planned with your family? Take care. Yeah, that's the weird part. It's not like it like just comes out at night or whatever, but... I don't know. We fight for every inch and every safe person. So maybe it does help. Um, what do I have planned with my family today in order to celebrate my mom's life? We are going to go to the cemetery um, in a little bit, which is why I'm going up early today before we do that. Um, and then I actually have to tape some Schmodown stuff. So I'm going to be busy with that for a little bit. Uh, my sister and I, my sister's new thing is that she likes to every year, my mom's birthday, do something like a little live on the edge crazy. So I'm not sure what we're going to do, but because we're in COVID, there's not much we can do. So maybe we'll go for a walk or I got us tie dye stuff. I surprised her with that. Um, so we could do that or bake something cool. There's a couple of different options. 
it's weird times, like I keep saying. So there's not that much that we can do, but something along those lines. Thank you for caring and thank you ask for asking Mark and everybody in the chat also. Thank you guys for giving a fuck that I'm home. I got a lot of annoying messages, I will say, while I was on the plane flying home. And you guys know I took that Instagram story of me with the mask showing that it said right on it, face shield, which was so funny. Um, and I was like, you're not cool unless you wear a face shield that says face shield on it. But a lot of people messaged me being like, you shouldn't be flying right now. And here's what I'll say. Nobody knows anybody else's situation or circumstances during this time. So fuck off. You guys don't know, not you guys, I'm preaching to the choir, but people DMing me, they don't know why I had to come home, which I'm, I haven't like fully been talking about, but they don't know what my situation is. They don't know anything. So like to judge anybody else based on this time, it's not like I said, flying home, not wearing a mask, fuck this place. I clearly had two masks, a shield, was as safe as I possibly could be. And yeah, no shit, I'm nervous to come home too. Like, so try not to send those messages right now to people if you can help it, if you're one of them, or if you get those messages from people, try not to let it affect you because they don't fucking know you and they don't know what you're going through and they don't know. So that's my little Roxy advice corner in the middle of the show. Prince that wasn't promised says, I think that at night people are usually drinking and they tend to take off masks. There aren't many things people need to do at night. Um, that's interesting. Well, bars haven't been open for us. It's just restaurants and outdoor. So maybe, maybe that makes a difference. When you're eating, you take off masks too, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it helps. But what's the difference between going to the bars at 7 and going to the bars at 10? You just think less people would go? I don't know. DK says, as a former taxi driver, I can attest that overall people get more uninhibited as the night goes on. So I get the curfew. A small number of people can do a lot of damage in terms of spread. Okay, DK. Yeah, it's just the health officials aren't even saying that they think it will make a difference. So those are the people that I really listen to on this stuff. But they're not saying that it won't. They're just saying that they're not sure. So I guess worth a fucking shot, maybe. Let me know what you guys think. As always, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the super chat. You guys are the best. Um, some people have are the best and some people are super the best. And the people that I'm talking about right now are those of you who have gone to my podcast and rated and reviewed. You guys are freaking rock stars. And I'm so grateful that you guys have been doing this. It's really helping. Um, and it's, you know, straight up, like, I think that they, what they pay, like, it's like $15 every a thousand listens or something. So I've currently made 87 cents. Woo! Uh, but you guys leaving reviews will help more people find the show. So there have been 32 ratings so far. I did get my first one star and I also got a four star, but everything else has been five stars. So thank you guys. And as I said, shout out to everybody in here. AJ Lancaster sent bunnies and said, gotta leave some bunnies. Slee918 said, OMG, hi, OF fan, and then said, Queen. Um, Kyle2684 said, Rockstar Life, fantastic host, super real conversations and advice. Uh, Rivjit says, Live at the Roxy is a must listen. The show is one-stop shop for news on entertainment, politics, social and societal issues and everything else. Roxy Stryer is a truly genuine person who actually cares about what is going on in the world around her. Sometimes there are guests and when her friend Steph joins, the whale's vagina is unleashed at Live the Stexy. I would be remiss, however, without mentioning the most important part, the rock stars, this collective band from all over the globe 
who comes together to tune in every day, make this show possible. Oh, a welcoming community of people from all walks of life. So come join fun on fuck yeah and fuck no news, multiple inside jokes, and always send bunnies. Don't forget to make your bed and put down the toilet seat. You'll learn more uh, on that as you listen. And that's from Rob Fishbeck. That's great, Rob. You rock. Matt Link said, live at the Roxy's a must listen. Roxy Stride is an incredible person to listen to daily. She's created an awesome community of fans that are amazingly kind and care about our podcast. The daily sanctuary, a safe space to interact and engaging in almost any topic. And I mean daily sanctuary as Roxy goes live every single day. She's totally honest about her opinions on all topics being discussed and is not afraid to dive into any topic, be it entertainment or politics or fan questions. Highly recommend. Um, you guys are amazing. Enter Lenman says the best. A great listen if you're looking for conversation regarding a smorgasbord of topics, movies, TV politics, and whatever else decides to pop up on the day. Yes, you guys, keep these coming. Close 305 says, OMG, yes, love the podcast. Just came from today's live stream. This was on Tuesday and I had no idea you started a podcast. Well, now you know. Now I can listen at work. Love rocks. Uh, keep grinding. I actually recently started my own podcast on Anchor. This is so awesome. Keep up the great work. Oh, yay. That's so exciting. Close. Um, go podcast, people. Uh, Joe Forte for life says rock stars for life. Roxy Dreyer, a.k.a. Roxy Buckets, a.k.a. Mom Spaghetti, brings the sauce and the vibes to the entertainment scene. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I gave her five stars only because I couldn't give her more. Now go give it a whirl. Yes. Uh, JD, too tough for you, says love Roxy. Roxy's the best. So glad to finally have her on Apple Podcasts. She always keeps it real and has great insights. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about, JD. Uh, Luna loves well says a gem. She snaps literally every single day. Go off queen. I will. I will go off queen. S night five, seven, nine. This is the last one says great show to include in your day. A little politics, entertainment news and randomness. A great podcast to listen to daily. You guys are the best way to make my day. Thank you so much for those reviews. I'll continue to read them here live at the show live at the Roxy. Um, for as long as you guys are putting them in there, like I said, 30 somewhat have already um, given a rating. Not all of those people have li- left reviews, though. The reviews really help. So if you can, please do. That's Apple Podcast. Mm. Sips tea. This one's just water. I got to make tea after this. This tea is from last night. That's my rooibos. All right. Moving forward, guys, like I said, a lot of politics stuff to talk about on this show today. A lot of time we go entertainment and we will be doing a little entertainment news today, but more so in the political realm because everybody's talking politics these days. That's just the truth. Like celebrities who used to be kind of shyer or more quiet about things are talking politics, including Edward Norton. Was anybody else surprised to see this today? Was anybody else like, huh? Like, Edward Norton, Edward Norton? Is that who we're talking about? He did what? So he went on and did a whole tweet thread. And I'm going to read it to you guys in case you didn't see it this morning. Wow, I'm telling you this angle is just not that cute. Okay, he said, I'm no political pundit, but I grew up with a dad who was a federal prosecutor. And he taught me a lot. And I've also sat a fair amount of poker with serious players. And I'll say this. I do not think Trump is trying to make his base happy or laying the groundwork for his own network. That's the first tweet. Second tweet, or that chaos is what he loves. 
The core of it is that he knows he's in deep multidimensional legal jeopardy, and this defines his every action. We're seeing one, a tactical delay of the transition to buy time for cover-up and evidence suppression. Two, above all, a desperate endgame. Tweet number three, which is to create enough chaos and anxiety about peaceful transfer of power and fear of irreparable damage to the system that he can cut a Nixon-style deal in exchange for finally conceding. But he doesn't have the cards. His bluff after the flop has been called in court. In tweet number four, his turn card bluff will be an escalation and his river card bluff could be really ugly. But they had have to be called. We cannot let the mobster, this mobster bully the USA into a deal to save his ass by threatening our democracy. That is his play. But he's got junk in his hand, so call him. Next tweet. I will allow that I will allow that he's also a whiny, sulky, petulant, grinchy, vindicate uh, vindictive little ten ply super soft bitch who who no doubt is just throwing a wicked pout fest and trying to give a tiny hand middle finger to the whole country for pure spite without a single thought for the dead and dying. Next tweet, but is comp uh, contemptible, treasonous, seditious, is that the word, seditious? Assault on stability of our political compact isn't about 2024 personal enrichment or anything else other than trying to use chaos and threat to the foundation of the system as leverage to trade for safe exit call, period, his, period, bluff, period. Last tweet. Faith in the situation of our sacred institutions and founding principles is severely stretched, but they will hold. They will. He is leaving gracelessly and in infamy, but if we trade for it, give him some brokered settlement, we'll be vulnerable to his return. We cannot flinch. There's a lot. That's a lot that he laid out there. I mean, I think that he's 1,000% right. I'm surprised he said all of it, but I think he's 1,000% right. Uh, he currently has 91,000 likes on this, 22,000 retweets, and 14,000 quote tweets. Most of the comments I saw in response seem to be very pro what he's saying. Um, Kofi Outlaw said, you ever get tired of acting filmmaking gig? I'd say you're more than qualified for pundit work. Listen. He's got some, I mean, it wasn't even a hot take though. And I've been saying it here on the show for a long time. I believe that Trump is incredibly afraid that he's in legal trouble. And one of the reasons he wants to be president so bad is he's scared absolutely shitless, scared shitless that he's going to get arrested. And that's going to be really bad for him. And he doesn't want to lose his freedom or his power. And so he's fighting this tooth and nail. Uh, but the celebrities are coming out strong and swinging and they're like, we will not let you fucking do this without letting our people know what's happening. And Ed Norton was like, listen, I have a little bit of credibility in this because I come from a political family. So I was glad to hear he said that. I was glad to hear him take a stand. Um, and then he kind of gets not petty because I love it, but he then starts calling him a little bitch and a bunch of names and whiny and stuff, which is so true. But it got away from the point a little bit. Uh but it's like too hard to talk about Trump and not throw those things in there because you get too frustrated, or at least I do. Oh boy. Oh, it's been a minute since an oh boy, guys. We just oh boyed the fuck out of that one. What'd she say? In the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Apollo 3JP says, Norton, a real one, zero fucks given. So true. Zero fucks given. 
Norton tweeted that and didn't have a second thought about it. I'm sure Norton tweeted that, put down his phone, and went to cook his fucking dinner or breakfast or whatever time it was. Norton was like, this is how I feel. Yep, send. Yep, send. Because you know who doesn't have any say in Ed Norton's career? Donald Trump. Republican people in general. I think Ed Norton was like, I don't fucking give a fuck. This is what I'm thinking. This was up. How are you guys feeling about it? So we are going to be getting out of here relatively soon as we've been live for a half an hour. And like I said, I'm home. Um, everybody put good vibes and happy birthday wishes out there for my mom, Lori. And before we go, we do have a couple other things to talk about. So get in any last minute streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or Super Chats. I did want to mention coming to America too, but just coming to America is getting a release date in March, March 2021. This is going to be coming to Amazon release. Think in a different world, a different time. This would be a big theater movie as well. It's not as big as, say, like a Wonder Woman, obviously, because tentpole film. Um, but I do think that this is going to be a big one for Amazon. I think that they are probably stoked to have this. The deal just closed um, with the date. And I think that you guys know exactly where I'll be come March uh I, I have to rewatch the first one. I haven't seen it in a really long time, which I was just talking about, but I remember really liking it. This is coming on March 5th, and it's one of the only movies that we have to like be seriously fucking excited about. I mean, this is like serious fucking excitement. This is next level excitement. This isn't like, oh, I'm excited for this random Palm Springs movie. Oh, that was kind of good. Oh, that was cute. This is like coming to America. Is getting a fucking release during COVID and we get to watch it. And this is kind of the perfect movie to watch at home because it's not going to be a massive spectacle the way that Wonder Woman deserves to be seen on the big screen. This is kind of just like comedies are great to watch at home, I will say. And uh, yeah, it moved off of Paramount to Amazon, here for it, 2021. March is not that far away, guys. It feels far away, but that will be right around the corner. It will be crazy. Oh, thank you to all of you guys who are wishing me a happy Friday and my mom a happy birthday, uh, including Matthew Gold, Rob Fishbeck, uh, Kenneth Putt. You guys are really sweet. I appreciate it. Um, Simply Emily in here saying, hope you enjoy your time with your family. Uh, I appreciate that, guys. You're such dolls, as always. And um, I'm sorry for anybody who didn't think we were going to be going live this early, who liked to join us live who are not typically here or who are not available this early. I'll probably be going up random times all week. I'll try to give you guys as much a heads up as I can think of. Certainly tomorrow, um, well, I just don't know. It might be around the same time. I'm just not sure. I wish I had more information for you guys right now. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Another Streamlab came in from Jack Mayer who says, oh, hi, Jack. Don't have much to say. Just wanted to give a little Newton love. Hope your family is all well, Rocks. Thanks, Jack. Uh, Jack's awesome, and he's a, a Newtonite as well, and um, interviewed me for, I think it was a Schmodown thing a while back. Is that what it was, Jack? Um, but really appreciate it. It's cool to be back in Newton. Um, I'm excited to like walk through the center and um, see the town a little bit more. I hear some things have closed since I've been here last. It's been a whole year since I've been home. I don't know how often you guys go home, but going a year without seeing my family is a lot. So it's really nice to be here. Still, uh, some of you guys were asking about my brother. I haven't been able to see him yet because he is 
lives with his wife in a different house and my dad is being super, super cautious. And so he will not let him inside here, but I will see him outdoor today at the cemetery. So that will be really nice to see him. Um, oh my God, all these birthday shout outs for my mom. Andrew Thomas says happy birthday, Roxy's mom. John G wishing happy birthday, Zeno Hour. Bruce Banner sending bunnies, so we'll take it. DK, Mohammed, Ben, Bruce, Cinema. Oh, you guys are awesome. Manny, yeah. It is a little cold back here, but honestly, it could be way worse. It could be way, way worse. So I'm going to get out of here. Don't forget, guys, like, comment, subscribe. If you leave an Apple podcast review, I will read it live on the show. I read every single comment also that you guys leave on the YouTube videos, so you will be seen and heard. If you are, were expecting this to go at a later time um, and you were going to send support, streamlabs.com slash roxystrial. I'll read it tomorrow. And other than that, thumbs up. We've currently got 64 thumbs up going right now. So um, appreciate you guys so much. And thank you for making my trip home possible. If I couldn't stream from here, I couldn't afford to come back here. So it's pretty amazing that you guys make this, um, doable for me. Much love. I will see you guys tomorrow. Do not forget about those toilet seats. We fucking know what happens with the plumes now. Uh, make your bed as I will be doing back here, back East and stay safe, stay sane. Much love. Bye friends.